Hey, Harmony, what do you have there? Well, it looks like a Frisbee. I've never seen anything like it, and it doesn't look like a Frisbee. It's round, flat, has grooves, a hole in the middle, and it has a sticker that says Elvis Double Trouble on it, and a bunch of songs listed. Who's Elvis? The only way to really prove that it's a Frisbee is to throw it. Mom's going to be really mad. Not only is her precious vase shattered, but the Elvis is totally destroyed. Harmony, I think I know what that Elvis thing was. I remember Dad talking about vinyl and records. Flat objects that when placed on machines that spun around with a needle, it actually played music. Isn't that weird? Also, that some of these objects are worth a lot of money. Do you think that Elvis thing was worth a lot of money? Let me Google this. Here we go. Let's call Vinyl Record Dude. He looks like some sort of flat object superhero. It says that he specializes in these things called records. He buys and sells them and has hundreds of thousands in stock and is always on the hunt for the ultimate collection. He's our guy. Go to www.vinylrecorddude.com. What was that again? www.vinylrecorddude.com. Thanks, Vinyl Record Dude. We may not be in double trouble after all. Thanks, Vinyl Record Dude. Hi, this is Jaden Scoville, host of Today's Healthy Kids. And this is our Future is Missing Voice America Kids. Please be on the lookout for 18-year-old Esmit and 15-year-old Domingo Sanchez-Gonzalez, both Hispanic. They went missing from their hometown of Lewisburg, North Carolina, August 8, 2008. Esmit is 5 foot tall, weighing 140 pounds, black hair and brown eyes. Domingo is 4 foot 4 inches tall and weighing 130 pounds. This appears to be a family abduction and may be in the company of their father and may have traveled to Mexico. Domingo has a scar on his left knee. If you know of Esme or Domingo's whereabouts, please contact the National Center of Missing and Exploited Children's hotline at 1-800-THE-LOST. That's 1-800-843-5678. To see a picture of Esme and Domingo, please click on the link on the Voice America homepage, Our Future is Missing, or go to ourfutureismissing.com. You will see Esme's picture progressed to 18 years and Domingo's picture age progressed to 14 years. Thank you. Yo, what's up, y'all? It's your boy Jacob Lattimore with a question from my fans on Voice America Kids. Do you have what it takes to be America's next young superstar? If you're the ages between 8 and 12 years old, then step up to the microphone. You could win $25,000 in cash, a recording contract, and a scholarship. So make sure you get your parents' permission first, then go to www.stepuptothemicrophone.com to enter. Peace. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Real kids. Real Talk Radio. Do you sometimes feel that there's nobody to talk to about the things you need to talk about? Well, look no further. Welcome to the Paper Hope Street Team on the Voice America Kids channel. Erica, Rio, Yvonne, and the rest of the Paper Hope Street Team are here to discuss the topics you've been asking about. Now, here's the Paper Hope Street Team. Welcome to the program, Paper Hope Street Team on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm Rio Wade. I'm Yvonne Allen. And today we have two special guests. Mom, of course, she's in studio with us today. And um, we have um, JC here today who is working on a project with Yvonne um, about the topic that we're going to be talking about today. And the topic we're talking about is super controversial. Um, It's kind of like the new hip thing to talk about 
nowadays, and the topic is bullying. Um, pretty big topic, pretty touchy subject, yeah. and they've been doing a project about research and stuff, so researching it and you know discussing it with experts and stuff. So we're going to kind of go in depth of what our viewpoints and yeah. collaborations with the experts that they've talked with about what we think about okay. bullying and all that. And just kind of get rid of the whole generalization of bullying and the under um, under awareness, I guess, of it because people just throw it off as just being in school, kids being kids, when it's not that. It goes off into your adult life. It goes off into preschoolers before they're even doing anything. So it's it's an issue that's there from the time you're in school to the time you die, really. So Yep. So to start off, we always like to define whatever we're talking about. Um, and I know when you search bullying on Google, the first thing you see is, like, the Google definition. And I don't know, Mom, if you remember it more. Word for word what it was. I don't remember the word for word one, but it was really antiquated. And it was more kind of like what, I don't know, maybe like my generation or even like my parents' generation might think of as, you know, giving like forceful, pushing around yeah. kind yeah. of physical bullying. And um, we found a source that I think that was a little bit more current. And um, I'm going to cite that for you. And that's the National Bullying Prevention Center at Pace.org. And they're Pacer. saying Pace, oh, Pace, Pacer, sorry, Pacer.org. Yeah. And I know it's, <laughs> I'm going to do my best today. Um, and what they're saying is that parents need to know that bullying behaviors can be much more complex and varied and than the typical stereotype, like what Google was saying. And for example, the harmful bullying can occur quietly, covertly through gossip and on the internet, causing emotional damage. Mm -hmm. Cyberbullying. Really so, cyber yeah, there's a bunch of different types that we're going to go yeah. in depth about. But I think the main point, and I was going to bring this up later on in the show, but I feel like it needs to be brought up throughout, is the people that are in charge of reprimanding bullying are the generate like mom's generation yeah. that are in charge and in administrative um, positions. positions. Yep. And they are used to their generation where, you know, hitting your kid was more acceptable yeah. nowadays or like whippings in school from yeah, your teachers yeah you know okay or like you know rub some dirt in it like you're yeah. you're a man blah 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 yeah, like definitely. all this stuff they don't understand that that's completely changed like yeah. i feel like the people that are supposed to be like taking care of bullying have no idea what bullying They're is very uneducated on the real the real issues behind it and the very um the, the, the long-lasting effects that yeah, it does have. The different just, dynamics. And we'll go into yeah, that because definitely. of the whole technology aspect of it. People don't understand. The yeah. older generation doesn't understand anymore. There needs to be more education. Right. On, they need to have specific leaders amongst the schools and amongst the just population as a whole that can take care of these issues before they get out of hand. It doesn't need to get to the point of suicide for it to become noticed. Right. And that's, I think, why people are starting to get more into it yeah. is the suicide the rate is going yeah. up because Crazy. of bullying. I, I would totally agree, and I, I think before we get into some more of those topics, let, or more of those points, let's talk about, like, more def definition about what bullying is, and I, I think some of the, the things that we were talking about in planning was the long-term points. Yeah, there's, there's um, like, key words that define bullying, such as, like, intentional like it's intentional yeah you know it's it's over a long period of time it's not one person that had a bad day that flicked you yeah like, <laughs> like, like when we talked about mean girls you yeah. know like yeah, we've talked about definitely. mean girls before where it's just kind of you know meanness bad amongst day. groups no it's not Th like that this is intentional 
acts of mm. harmful behavior, whether it's, and we're going to talk about the different types, but it's over a long period of time. It's chronic. Mm-hmm. It can be circumstantial. Um, it, it can be, um, what is it saying? It's talking about power. There was some things yeah. that you guys were yeah. talking about. Misuse of, like, I don't know, power yeah. or stature over the other defenseless yeah, person. Wanting, wanting the power is the only word I can think of right yeah. now. Wanting the power, wanting the control. Over. I think a lot of bullying today is more covert. Like, it's more about yeah. gossiping and talking Definitely. bad about one another. And that's another thing that the older generation doesn't see mm-hmm. is that it's right underneath our nose and it's so quiet and so hurtful. Definitely. I think it's like, um, I think more back in our adults' generations, it was more um, physical. Give me your lunch money. Yeah. Like, shaking the kids yeah. and not saying, you're ugly, you're fat, you're go kill yourself and all these types of points. I can speak to that and say that perhaps it was that way with a lot of the boys, like with my brother, who was painfully bullied in school. And, like, we're going to talk about the movie bully. Um, I mean, I could choke up crying right now that that Alex, that that was my brother. I mean, like, he was, that was him. Yeah. Um, He was was physically bullied because he was so different. Me, on the other hand, you know, being the the, the older lady in the room, I was bullied because I dressed differently. (laughs) I know, I'm sorry. She always has to bring up how old she is. I like it. Sorry. I don't mean to. You're old. We get it. I get it. I'll stop bringing it up. Um, It's funny. I know it is funny. Um, But I was bullied because I, you know, I dressed differently. You know, my family was was economically different. We lived in Scottsdale, but we didn't have the money that everybody had. And and frankly, I didn't care. I mean, I trotted off to school with my kids or people to T-shirt and was like, I thought that was really cool. (laughs) And, And nobody else did. And I got picked on a lot for it. So a lot of the same things that kids are picking on other kids for in your age yeah they did too in my age it's just too. more like extreme there's um and because there's the point where it's physical and they're like give me your lunch money beat you up type of thing and then it's like making fun of your clothing and stuff but i watched um a movie recently that they went to sc- like they showed the generation of them like beating up people and like if you were the strongest and toughest you were the coolest but then in the future they go to school and it's like if you're not driving an eco-friendly car then you're uncool if you're yeah. making fun of the gay person you're uncool so yeah. everything shifted and that was such a good like example of how people are treating bullying right now as it was back then and it's not even back then anymore cuz maybe it's, you would yeah. get made fun of for being wearing weird clothes now you get made fun of for wearing like typical clothes yeah it's more of a popularity contest and that's where it derives mm-hmm. from and it it we'll talk about this later on but it derives greatly from the media of today oh, yeah. like mm-hmm. if you watch children's tv shows on the disney channel they have bullies on like almost yeah. every show and that's what kids think is socially acceptable and that's how it's supposed to be and they follow these like mm-hmm. fake characters and that's how school ends up being and it's not a healthy environment like it should be and it's i don't know the media has a great impact on everyone's lives and they don't understand but that's a whole nother i'm going to pick up on what we were talking about on the power and kind of read a little bit of what we found on the teen version of pacer.org and they were saying that Um, It is bullying if one person is hurting or harming another person. So kind of like as a gauge, you know it's bullying if you're being hurt or harmed by another person with words or behavior. It's being done intentionally, as we just talked about. Mm. The person is being hurt or harmed as defining um, themselves. I'm sorry, I'm reading that wrong. The person is being hurt as um, a hard time defending themselves. Yeah. And then we discuss that in our planning. And that's something, too, that, yeah. that Rio was talking about, that a lot of times, you know, she'll get kind of, like, 
pushed around in the hallway or like talked about in, in the hallway. Oh, yeah. But she's giving it back. Well, yeah, because like I was thinking of the example of teachers, how yeah. teachers can be bullies towards kids too. Unintentionally. But, and people, people might call my teachers bullies, but I'm, I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, they come at me with sarcastic jokes about me being blonde or me being a girl yeah. or what I'm wearing or whatever. And it's like, they're doing that to me as like playful sarcasm yeah. because I do it back to them. But they know? wouldn't do it to the kid right. that's shy and yeah, taken like, back. I'm not defenseless. Like, or yeah. we might be talking you know, heavily about something that we disagree on and they yeah. might be like saying things that might be viewed as rude, but we're just arguing with each yeah, other. We're not, I'm not being bullied because I can handle my own, but they wouldn't do that to someone who's defenseless in that way. It's a statue of people not realizing what's taking too far is taking too far and they think it's acceptable to... you. If you're friends, it's a different story if you're just like messing around with your friends. I know in this day and age, people like will call each other friends like every name in the book like but they're just joking but you wouldn't go unless you're actually bullying someone go up to a random person you've never met and call them all these things just because you're you're actually meaning to hurt them and inflict harm there's a difference between intentionally inflicting harm and just messing around horse playing with your friends and, and that's where bullying is becoming a big issue yeah and i think that when administrative people and parents try to recognize bullying they see the playful side more than they see the actual side because kids are good at concealing the yeah. secretiveness of actually bullying someone so it's like they see the joking around and they like shrug it off like oh you're just being yeah. kids will be kids, kids like that famous like quote that. from the movie that we're going to talk about and it's like no you're not seeing the whole picture you won't yeah. see the whole picture because you're not living our lives so in order for you to understand the whole picture you need to listen to us and we need to communicate to you what is really going on yeah and that's a big problem because kids aren't speaking up and that's a big issue that's, also yeah definitely w one more definition before we go to break is is what we found is a lot of teens will describe bullying is when someone tries to make you feel less about yourself as a person and you're not able to make it stop it's yeah. the defenselessness that makes it bullying and we'll talk more about the different types of bullying when we get back so let's take a break i'm yvonne allen keep it right here you're listening to voice america kids Cranking out opinions. Fresh opinions right here on Voice America Kids. If a rash develops while listening, do not discontinue use. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings of the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our wall. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. You're listening to the Paper Hope Street Team. Want to ask a question or select a topic for a future show? Please send an email to info at paperhope.com. That's info at paperhope.com. Now, back to Erica, Rio, Yvonne, and the Paper Hope Street Team. Welcome back to the program, Paper Hope Street Team on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm Rio Wade, and today we are talking about bullying, which of course is a very, I don't know how to call it, like a thick subject. Like, I don't know. Like, uh, it has that a, sounds gross. I know, it has like, a bunch of, I don't know, I'll find the word, I'm sure, we'll next one. segment. But it's a really uh, big topic with a lot of things to talk about within it. Um, so we were talking about the definitions of bullying and how yeah. it's varied from generation to generation, which is causing a gap in how to handle it. Yeah. Um, and so right now we're kind of just going to 
briefly oh talk about types of bullying that we've noticed that have shifted from generations prior yeah. to now. The most overly recognized ones, mm -hmm. to keep it simple. Yeah, so, and the first one that is being more recognized now because it was less recognized prior, but it's yeah. getting more recognition is the relational bullying or verbal bullying. Yeah. Um, and we came up with the definition that it's manipulation calculated to hurt or control someone. And that's things like teasing, name calling, rumor spreading, you know, and this is a big one. I've even gotten bullied we talked this, to this way on the mean girl show. We talked yeah, a lot about this, this is, this is the more, you know, catty manipulative yeah. type of bullying and threats is a big one too. Yeah. I don't think people even recognize that as a type of bullying. Mm, it definitely is. Um, um, and like demeaning jokes, like, you know, just you think they're a joke, but it's not like that's yeah. actually hurting someone. Um, and then, you know, gossip and rumors that people start just to make the other person feel inferior. Yeah. And it's seen in the workplace and in adults. It's not just seen in kids. And that's a really big thing I want to get noticed is that it's not just in schools. It's everywhere. I know um, Tamara has been bullied in her workplace multiple times and yeah. I have been bullied in my workplace, and I, I, it's funny when you talk about it because a lot of adults look at me sideways like I have three heads, and we've <sighs> talked about it here on the show, and it's, it's just not true. I mean, it, it is a huge problem. I see bullies between work or, I'm sorry, bosses to employee, and I've seen it from employee to employee. Like, I'm in a situation now in my work group where we have a coworker who's bullying other coworkers, and, it, and no one cares about it. It's like, this is classic bullying. And I, I think it's funny, too, because if it's like adults are going through it, and I'm sure even in schools, there's yeah, bullying definitely. amongst teachers and principals and whatever. Yeah. And it's like they're just not recognizing it as bullying because it's like, you know how it feels to be humiliated yeah. by these types of bullying. Why aren't you paying attention and like reflecting it off of to what the kids are feeling? Yeah. Relational bullying is very much circumstantial. It's based on where you are, what you're wearing, who you're around, mm -hmm. especially when it comes to like the workplace, because you're in the workplace, they bully you based on that. And I know from experience, like threats are based on who it is, who you're talking to, your relationship and where you are in life. And that really hurts and it hits straight in your heart. And that's what makes it so emotional. It, it starts at the young age and it builds up it doesn't just stop like right after you graduate high school okay done no it starts i know ria's little sister Lindsay is being bullied was being bullied in preschool and yeah. kids i know are in kindergarten being bullied and they're screaming waking up with nightmares of their bullies and they're just these sweet little innocent kids and it grows up it, it grows up with them and comes into the sixth grade the middle school area where they're catty relational bullying and it goes on and on until they're in the workplace like Tamara's working and getting bullied by her boss and it's, it's not acceptable and needs to be brought awareness to. to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's very chronic and it just continues and goes on and it manifests and it just it takes over people and it's just not right. Yeah. There's so many factors though that either go into it or come out of it too because it's like, where do these kids learn how to bully? You yeah. know, obviously it's from parents or from friends or from situations or from media. And then what is a cause? With the new technology that we have, like social media and all that stuff, it's able to spread bigger. And it just, it's so much more than people are making it out to Definitely. be. You can't really run away from it when it's all over the news and it's all over YouTube and yeah. it's constantly showing up on your phone. The, well, the relational bullying slides right into the cyberbullying 
Well, and, definitely. And then also the next one that we're talking about is physical bullying. You know, like bodily contact between bully and victim. That's the most commonly recognized bullying. You know, beating up someone. And it's like this even can be broken up. And it's like there's sexual aspects to it too. Like being sexually harassed physically or, you know, verbally or whatever. Like that people forget also. And then also with the physical bullying, I know at my school, if someone's going to like organize a fight, because they don't like that person, they're going to, like, go fight them or, like, they're going to go make fun of them or do whatever. They have one of their friends come with a video camera. Yeah. And they tape yeah. it. And they plan it so that someone can tape it and put it on the internet. Yep. And then that causes an even more advanced type of bullying where people from all over the world can see it and comment on it and do, you know, comment negative things and just escalate that exactly. one event when back in the day, nothing, you it, it just, happened once yeah. and it went away because Whoever no one there, else saw could. It and then it was done. Yeah. Yep, definitely. I mean, I want to I want to touch on the the sexual nature of of bullying. I mean, I had a group of boys in school that used to I had three of them that would grab a hold of me, pin me up against the wall, and then the other one would get as close to my face as he could without physically touching me, and he would say, "What are you going to do about it?" Yeah. And they would constantly do this to me, and they would corner me alone. And this would go on repeatedly. This stuff happens all the time, and I didn't know to report this. Right. Yeah, the teachers, teachers and anyone doesn't know, like, they're too afraid or they just don't know that a lot of kids, I know um, we'll talk more about Alex and everything in the show, they think it's their friends. They think it's these people that love them and are okay and they think it's a joke when really these kids are intentionally hurting them and they don't like you and they're just being mean and it's so misunderstood and misconcepted as being, oh, they're just messing around with me when they're serious and it's... Well, that goes into the emotional bullying is like, you know, with the rumors and, and purposefully either turning people against them or, or digging at the things that you know will hurt yeah. them the most. And that, that's where it comes from people that know you. Not necessarily friends, but I think of like cousins. Like if you grew up with them or like your parents are friends so you have no choice but to be in their yeah. environment and they know something that can hurt you and they use that against you. Like that's, and then you call them their friend, but they're not your yeah. friend. And that's what, in the movie, that's what was going on. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, cyberbullying, which is, is newly concepted and it's, um, it's with new, the rise of Facebook and yeah, it's everywhere. There's movies out on it. There's a cyberbully movie with Emily Osment, yeah, which is phenomenal. Disney. It definitely it's, shows yeah, that's a, a really good movie. definitely emotional movie. It shows exactly what cyberbullying is and it's definitely there to like grab your heart. I definitely recommend. I see definitely a lot. And cyberbullying is so easy nowadays. Oh, it's yeah. so easy to just pick up your, your phone, phone yeah. and then, and just, you know, text your best friend and tell her all these nasty things about anyone. It's so easy to do that. And you don't even know what you're putting out there yep. or yep. how long it's going to stay out there. Or like, what it's going to escalate from like yeah. who's gonna read it who's gonna see it and what they're gonna think about it and it's just a chain reaction there's that and video sorry i didn't mean to interrupt you there's no. this video of this guy that just got just killed himself because his roommate released a video of him and his partner mm. having relations and he killed himself over it and it's in court yeah it, he got he's getting uh rest or he's being argued in court right yeah. Now. yeah it's very well and people hide behind it and i know we've yeah. talked about this before in the technology show and the social media show they think that, you know, it's, they are behind glass, like bulletproof glass. They could do whatever they want. So not only has, does it spread, it's escalated because there's no way in any situation back in the day without social media, somebody would say these things to your face. Exactly. So not only are the words escalated, the, the, the spreading mechanisms have escalated. So it's just, seriously, it's on a whole new level. And the people that are in charge have no idea. And that's what's, like, so frustrating. I, I want to point out, too, and we feel very strongly about this, that this is 
probably one of the key points why generationally we're having a gap here, as Rio was explaining. And, and I want parents to kind of pause for a minute and think about it. When you were younger and you were being bullied, and, and I've been bullied, and I'm pretty sure that a lot of us have when, when we were younger, when that moment happened, we were alone with that bully or we had like a group of kids around with us with that bully. And that moment happened with just that group of kids. Like, and then you right. went home and then you went to school and you could kind of like lie to yourself in your head and like change those events in your head. And like, for me, I kind of, you know, I played it off like it was okay. I went to yeah. school the next day, like it was okay. I was good. You I can played it well. About it. Yeah. You can forget about it. Yep. Right? You can't do that. Not anymore. anymore. Your it's kids go to school. They get caught in that moment. There are 20 video cameras like we just yep. talked about. It's up on YouTube before they even get home from school. Yep. Yep. And then compound this, there's some guy, <laughs> there's some people all around the world yep. that can comment on that video. Yep. So your kids alone in their room reading comments from people, you know, around the world Rio was talking about this earlier when we were planning it's like people are being exposed to the media like they're celebrities or something without their willingness to without wanting to be bashed on the internet without wanting all these videos and these pictures and everything taken up token of them and it's just being thrown out there in this cyber world and they don't have any control over it anymore it's like they're signing like just going to school and going out into the public is signing their life into anyone's hands that want to comment yeah what did you call it like a tabloid yeah it's like taking it's like taking the celebrities and you always hear the horror stories about how they get they're under a microscope and they all the stories that are in the tabloids and stuff it's like literally every kid is reading a tabloid about themselves that makes them feel like absolute crap so it's like everyone is a celebrity and it's bad because you know, those people, we didn't elect to be under a microscope. We didn't elect to have tabloids written about us. Like, no. And it's making it so easy for everyone to just be out there and be, like, smashed negatively about anything they do. And there's no guidance. There's, there's no guidance. There's no, there's no, like, expertise on this subject yet. I mean, there is, but not enough. There's no systems in school to recognize it. People that are in charge have no idea. And we're the only ones, the kids and the people being bullied in schools are the only ones that have any inkling as to what it really does to you. Mm-hmm. And nobody's communicating it. And the kids themselves can't have the coping mechanism that an older generation could because right. it's out there and everybody knows about it and everybody else won't let it go. So they still have to deal with it without being able to actually cope and get over it. And Definitely. They can't. We're going to slide into the statistics and the effects and what we can do to stop it here in the next few segments. But for now, let's take a break. I'm Yvonne Allen. Keep it right here. You're listening to Voice. America Kids. Behind the Line is all about the inside of sports from a kid's point of view. This is a look at all of the action from Behind the Line. Join your host every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Whether you're a kid or was a kid at some time in your life, we'll run down all of the scores, talk about the games of the past week, and preview what's coming up in the next week. You'll want to take notes because this is good stuff. The place to be Wednesdays at 3. That's 6 p.m. Eastern is the Voice America Kids channel for Behind the Line. Kids these days are so connected to the media that they can't help but be surrounded by news and politics. Today's kids get more information than kids of past generations, and because of that, they have more informed opinions. Kids today may not be able to vote yet, but they can certainly influence voters and issues with their voices. Tune in every week for America Today and talk about the issues and influence the decision makers. America Today airs every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. 
You're listening to the Paper Hope Street Team. Want to ask a question or select a topic for a future show? Please send an email to info at paperhope.com. That's info at paperhope.com. Now, back to Erica, Rio, Yvonne, and the Paper Hope Street Team. Welcome back to the program, Paper Hope Street Team on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm Rio Wade, and today we're talking about bullying. And I keep trying to figure out a word to talk about how big this topic is. My new word is meaty. It's meaty. (laughs) It's a very meaty topic. It's getting worse. Whatever. There's a lot encompassing this topic, let's just say that. And I made made a hugging gesture with my arms in case you didn't see that which you did it okay so um we talked about uh the different types of bullying and how they're unrecognized by older generations and how it's escalated since then um and now we have some statistics some interesting stats on bullying that um where are they from they're from pacer.org oh yeah yeah, and um i'm very grateful that uh carrie severson from severson sisters pointed us out this way to get some of these statistics and carrie severson is um, a woman here locally in Phoenix that runs a, a bullying solutions. Uh, and we're going to talk about her a little later in the show. But yeah. 47 states currently have some type of law against bullying. I don't know how that makes me feel. Because if it's such a big issue still, and like 90% of our states have laws, what kind of laws are they? I know. I wondered about that also. Not, there, I know that like the whole cyberbullying movie was about... Um, at the end, they did. It was a true story about how they got that law incorporated right. in wherever they're from. But how? What are the boundaries of them? What are like, the laws? How can you like prove? Like, because that forty-seven. That's almost all. Yeah, I know. There are there are girls like one of my friends who was bullied in middle school, and she wasn't bullied in high school, but that's where it affected her, and that's right. when she started becoming ill with herself and having this bad self-esteem. But it happened years ago. Like, mm-hmm. how can you blame? Where do you find the blame there? And it's. Isn't isn't that interesting? And and I would encourage all of you future leaders and current leaders in the world to really kind of pay attention to this problem and issue and, and, you know, future lawyers of the world and future senators and lawmakers. um, This is something to really sink your teeth into. Um, 13 million, approximately 13 million students will experience bullying this year. Well, I... My own statistic is every single person will experience bullying. Yeah. And that's my way. statistic. There's no, like, one in thirds. Every single yeah, person there's no, will get it at some point in their some, life. And whether they recognize it or not, whether the victim or the bully recognizes it, there will be some sort of bullying. Definitely. It may not even have effects on them that last a lifetime. It may not be as severe to them as it is to other people, but everybody goes through a bullying situation in their it life. It could be with your siblings. Just like, yeah. my sister or called me Chubba the Hutt when I was growing up. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's bullying. I got over it. So, to some extent, but it's still <laughs> bullying. Like, yeah. So, that, I mean, maybe that's a, a study done, but it being from experience, being in school, everyone yeah. will experience Being boots it. on the ground. Yeah. Yep. Approximate, this one, I, this one put me back on my heels. Yeah. And having a six-year-old that experiences this from not only students, but from a teacher um, who are bullies, uh, approximately 
160,000 students stay home from school each day in the world from the fear of being bullied. And with this statistic, I can definitely say I was one of those people. Um, I stayed home constantly because I was scared of certain girls in my classes and certain people that I'd have to see or face. If I did something wrong, I knew I'd be made fun of and I just I didn't want to go through it. So I would stay home from school. And I know a lot of other people out there are going yeah. through the same stuff. I'm pretty sure I've stayed home from school. Oh, before. I know you have. I know I've I've gotten the school almost suspended me because I was being bullied so much like that it's they're trying to I don't know it irritates me but kids are faking stomach aches or it actually happens because of the stress of it the stomach aches and headaches but if your kid is like saying oh I'm sick every day you might want to look into something I would agree I mean that's kind of like my next breath as a a parent I mean I want to pause on this for parents I think that if your kid is changing in their behavior for some reason this is this is something that parents need to pay attention attention. (laughs) because your kids aren't going to speak up especially when they're this young of age and they don't really know either they don't know how to articulate it they don't want to in fear of being made fun of even more or they just they don't recognize that they're yeah. being have the bullied tools, right maybe, or they don't yeah. know that they're becoming ill because of what's going on at school I, yeah. I can speak to this from being an adult in the workplace i mean sunday would roll around and i would start to i started getting migraines from my oh, workplace scenario and i i was in pain for a year before i actually went and got treatment from a neurologist yep. like this stuff is serious so pay attention to the change in behavior it's definitely a big issue this um, next one really ticks me off yeah, the it, six out of ten students with disabilities reported bullying. Mm. Pretty okay. If everyone gets bullied, obviously people with disabilities of some sort get bullied, whether they're physically crippled, you know, emotionally, mentally, whatever it may be. What on earth possesses anyone to make fun of or bully somebody with a disability? Ignorance, honestly, ignorance. My aunt Yvonne was um, mentally challenged, and that's really the reason I developed this whole bully theory for my project because she was harassed in school the football team would act like they were in love with her and pretend to be her boyfriend and my aunt Yvonne didn't know better you know she thought she would tell my mom oh I got a I got a boyfriend at school and my mom would beat the crap out of these people she'd have her husband beat the crap out of these people because they know what they're doing is wrong but they're just poking fun because they're so they're like their minds are like child and children and they just don't ignorance is what makes people do it well and and the statistic is they've reported bullying six out of ten have reported not reporting it. the people that aren't reporting it and why is it still happening if they're reporting it you know like like they they have the wherewithal to go and tell somebody what's going on and still nobody's doing anything about it it's almost maybe because the ones with disabilities maybe don't know as much and they don't know but if they have the wherewithal to do it how come other people people do it other people are just too instilled with fear that they don't understand and it's like you think that somebody with a disability reporting something would make you feel even more More, obligated to do something about it or that that already like puts them and I know we're talking about this with one of the people in the bully movie but that automatically puts them more vulnerable to have those thoughts of suicide and have those thoughts of wanting to go and maybe shoot up a school or something (laughs) because they don't know. And it's, they've already been affected in the fact that people are bullying them even more is even with physical disabilities. Like as is, as if it's not bad enough that you have a disability, you have to be picked on every day for it. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, if you, we have people that are, like, missing limbs or in a wheelchair yeah. or whatever. and Wearing glasses, even, on. like, yeah. four Braces, eyes and stuff, whatever. like, yeah, stupid, are you kidding like, me? And it yeah. starts very young. Definitely. It starts very young. Preschool. Preschool. Yeah. 58% of students report having um, been mean, having had someone been mean to them online. That's not a high enough number reporting it. That's just the reporting. Right. Piece yeah. of it. It's I, like, if everyone... I, 
if everyone reported every single time like something happened, the statistic would be 100%, honestly, in my eyes. And this one... This one is interesting to me, and it leads us to our next our next um, section of what we're going to be talking about. Is by age twenty five, one in four who have bullied, been the bully, will have spent time in jail. So bullies turn into criminals. criminals. <laughs> Get that checked out. No, it's like why wouldn't we recognize it at a younger age? If obviously they grow up to be bad influences, and if it's on at society. that young of an age in preschool that they're bullying. Something has to be going on at home that we don't know about. And that's something that we have to take the step back and be like, is this, like, even if you're a teacher, is this child okay? Like, because they don't get these, like, theories of being mean to people out of the blue. Like, it it has to accumulate from somewhere. I want to point out that that learning, being a bully doesn't necessarily come from, like, watching your parents. Right. We have other influences. As we learn from this. Young of an age, sometimes it has to be. Not necessarily. I mean, mm -hmm. look at how much media you guys consume on a daily basis. Media, friends, 10 hours a day. 10 hours a day. And sometimes it's built in. Like, people don't don't realize that every human is an individual. And sometimes you can't blame your behavior on somebody else. That's just either how you're born, you have a disability, maybe it's something like bipolar or autism or depression or something that's causing you to think differently. And that's not your parents' fault. That's not your friends' fault. That's That's not the media's fault. That's something that you were born with that you need to seek counseling for. And that's why people need to pay attention if they're bullying all the time and you're doing stuff to help them and they're still doing it obviously you need to seek something there comes a point where it's like all right this is not just kids being kids it's people being insane right we came up we compiled a list of qualities of bullying is that what we're calling them well they're traits this is what again from um pace center from pacer.org and um Research is showing that even despite, like, different socioeconomical backgrounds, that these traits tend to be similar from all backgrounds, all walks of life. Mm-hmm. Um, there, People that bully are quick to blame others and unwilling to accept responsibility for their actions. That could be any kid. Yeah. You know, anyone can feel that way or have that characteristic at some point in their time. This one scares me. They lack empathy, compassion, or understanding for others' feelings. That sounds like a murderer. You go online, that is the definition of a sociopath. <laughs> like, not even kidding. That is the li- literal definition of a sociopath. And it's like, if that's the case, if you literally have no, like, compassion for your fellow human, something is clicked in your brain that you need to get checked out What for. did you call that, real? Like, we're wolf packing Yeah, we're rolling with wolves right now. Like, we are wolf dealing pack. with animals if people have shut off the humanism inside yeah. their head. They have no, like... Right, and that's a scary thought that. to me, that people can possess those qualities and not get checked okay, out. Okay, we'll continue on this when we get back from the break, but, um, yeah, keep it right here. I'm Yvonne Allen. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Bookworm is a show for the reader and those that should probably be reading a little more. We'll tackle the classics, the bestsellers, and the brand new works that you won't be able to put down. Your host will be combing the pages of them all and letting you know what needs to be in your personal library and what might be better reading for the bathroom. Tune in to Bookworm, airing Thursdays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. We promise that listening will be just like delving into a good book. It's almost showtime. Tune in to Curtain Call every week for the latest happenings from the world of theater. It's news and reviews, both on stage and behind the scenes. If you've ever wanted to be a stage actor, theater director, or work behind the scenes in production, this is the show for you. Your hosts have been there and done that, and will answer all of your questions right on the air. 
Listen for Curtain Call. Weekly performances are happening Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Kids channel. You're listening to the Paper Hope Street Team. Want to ask a question or select a topic for a future show? Please send an email to info at paperhope.com. That's info at paperhope.com. Now, back to Erica, Rio, Yvonne, and the Paper Hope Street Team. Welcome back to the program, Paper Hope Street Team on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm Rio Wade, and today we are wrapping up talking about bullying, um, our last segment here. And we kind of, there's so much to talk about within this topic. We're going to break it up into two parts. This is going to be part one, um, and we're going to go through the rest of like what we've recognized in a bully and do all that stuff. And then the next show we're going to do, we're going to bring in experts on bullying and tell you guys from an expert's point of view and their resources and stuff what to do if you're being bullied or what to do if you're the bully and you don't want to be blah, 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 all that fun stuff. So just so you know, it's going to be broken up into two parts because it is so big. Um, But we're going to wrap it up here with a little bit more what we've discovered. Um, We were talking about right before we left for break was... um, what like characteristics of a bully or what what um personality traits they might have if they are the ones doing the bullying um and we talked about they may blame others or be unwilling to accept responsibility they may be a sociopath and lack (laughs) compassion or understanding for others feelings or maybe they were like i know i kind of possess these traits or thought i did is that i didn't understand how to show compassion and in frustration bullied people yeah so i know that's a possibility or it's happened Um, to you yourself and you're right well that's what the next one is is you've been bullied yourself so you deflect that because that's all you know or you don't or you're frustrated or hurt from that or whatever it may be um or you this is a thing with like the people with autism that we've talked about it's like you might have immature social skills like i know my friends some of my friends don't like to be out in public they get nervous in crowds or whatever and that causes them to lash out because they're uncomfortable that happens too and that's a misinterpretation that can also definitely be an effect of bullying as i've recognized is that you shut down socially you don't want to be in social environments yeah of course it can cause that but that can also be a cause of the bullying um, or you're a control freak. You want to be in control and on top yeah. of everything, and that's usually derived from you know, parents pushing their children to be the best and all of that other dumb stuff. <sighs> um, and then, like I said, you either have like anxiety problems or frustration problems or nervousness or whatever it may be that causes you to lash out. Um, and then, of course, if your families are bullying you or your, you know, people that you look up to are bullying you, you have no other... Um, mentor to look up to to show you a way to not live like that. I think like that's that. the saddest because that's one of the ones you can't get away from. Well, and you that's cool, you can go home, but with well, if you're that young and stuff and you don't understand... Well, that's like, what we're going to talk about yeah, in the next segment. The there next are show. ways to avoid that or find someone that you can yeah. count on. It's just, that's, that's the whole point, is people think there's nowhere to go. You definitely have places to go and to get yeah. out of that. Um, and then, of course, it's the whole trying to fit in with people. If other f- people around you, that the group of friends you're trying to fit in with, are bullying, you think that you should yeah. bully too to fit you in see with that them. A lot, definitely. So that's that's the more common ones. And then, of course, we have like the mean girls aspect of it with like jealousy or insecurity towards other people that causes you to want to bring people down. Mm-hmm. Is um, another uh, trait that people that bully have. 
Um, so, don't, I mean, if you recognize someone, if you're a parent or a friend and you recognize people, you know, talking about having those feelings or, you know, exhibiting those traits, then yeah. either point them in the direction of a mentor or be the mentor or if they're sociopath, get some help. And it can derive <laughs> from people just being jealous of... And sometimes the parents have to step up, uh, step up and take action and put limits on their child yeah. and set standards yeah. and set rules because that lack of discipline really causes them to be out there and be mean and yeah that's it's very important point. to teach your kids in the learning stages so they understand and the methods of coping and the methods of not bullying themselves and as a parent you know your child better than anyone else and yep. you should know when they're acting out or when they're being bullied for that matter if they're acting different you should know as a parent yeah you should know to at least recognize something is different and want to look into it yeah like we don't fault you for not knowing right away the severity of what's going on but you at least know something's up and you should look into it so we we're, we're going to skip the what to do because we're going to have experts in yeah. next show for we'll that and that'll that be greatly. really good really informational and hopefully start some revelations when it comes to yeah. recognizing bullying Very and fixing important. it um, but what we did as a team as we went and saw the bully documentary um oh. by what, lee hirsch lee hirsch, yeah, lee hirsch Germanish <laughs> name um and we sat through the movie and we wanted to kind of talk about it because it's a great movie that I think is bringing a lot of attention to bullying. Yeah. Um, so there's some good aspects of it. And then there's some iffy aspects that we mm -hmm. recognize that. And there's some reviews that we reviewed. <laughs> so we re yes. definitely looked reviews. a lot into this movie yeah. after, after we saw it. And it was, a lot came up. So, so go. So go. Nose goes. Oh, I get to yeah, go first. I'm like, <laughs> I have something to say later, but I'm not going to do the movie was amazing. It was beautifully filmed. I, from the minute um, the first character starts speaking, telling us about his son who has committed suicide, you are completely wrapped up in what they are saying. I think that it's something very important for all parents to go and see with their children who are of the appropriate age. I, I will say, as a parent, I would not take my six-year-old to go see it. It, it has very um, mature themes. There's yeah. very mature language in it. Um, it definitely brings the conversation up, but I think that realistically the movie misses on a couple of different points, and I think the girls are going to point these out. Well, yeah. what it did well is it, and it didn't even go full-fledged into yeah. it, is it showed literally what goes on in schools when people aren't looking. The language, what is mm -hmm. said. The what, hitting, the, the, the stabbing. physical abuse. Like, yeah, like that is exactly what goes on. And it was shocked. Like I could tell the audience was shocked as to what goes on. It's like as that's not even the tip know. of the that's, Yeah, that's just yeah. one year. That's just yeah. one, one grade, one, one yeah. school. You know, Just or, different parts of it. Yeah. It's not even the whole. So At one point there is the teacher or the principal. I'm not sure. I don't remember what she was for the school, but. Vice principal. There is a couple, uh, not a couple, but there's two boys that got in an argument and she pulled them aside and was trying to make them shake hands over the issue and just get on with it. And the boy that had been the victim was like, no, I don't want to shake his hand. Like, this is like the 50th time that he's bullied me. I've had like this, apparently, like if the boy, what the boy was saying is that he had gotten threatened to be stabbed and killed and all this stuff by this boy. And the cops even said to him not to involve yourself with this boy, step away from him. And this principal lady person is making them shake hands over the issue and telling this victim that he is no better than yeah. the bully because he won't shake his hand when he's fearful of his life and he's obviously not his friend and it's, yeah. it's it needs to be separated and that's the point where the 
the people in school need to be more aware of the issue and more back behind it and making sure that this boy is not in contact with the other boy if he's not supposed to be. The vice principal in this movie infuriated was me. heinous. She, she infuriated me. She very obviously had no tools or no wherewithal to be dealing with the, the level of problems that were at this school. She, yeah, and I, I apologize if she's out in the world and she hears this. She was heinous. And the sad thing is, is she is the equivalent to every school administrator exactly. that I know. They just shrug it off. They're, she was telling this kid that was being bullied that he was just as bad as the guy that pulled a knife on him or whatever threatened him to kill him because he wouldn't shake his hand because the other guy's apology was not sincere. And that's disgusting because why should it be if you're this kid is harassing him, hitting him, but he's he should be the one that's like, oh, it's okay. Let me yeah, shake your no. hand. It's okay. That's, that's just telling him, bull. do it again tomorrow when she's mm. not around. <laughs> like, yeah. no, that's not okay. And that that was something that that very well was lighted was into issue. Yeah. It was portrayed by these by this film crew because that's exactly what happens in every school. That happened yeah. multiple times right. in my school when I was younger. So that was very on on right. chart. On it, it, show, it showed well what goes on that that parents and adults don't really see and it shows well what goes on in the administrative administrative offices yeah. is they handle it so poorly that nothing gets done that's where the lack of education needs to be right and that's what i was saying is watching this movie made me think that there needs to be um like anti-bullying counselors in yeah. every single school and not, not just only the counselor. can they be passionate they have to be educated yeah they need to be educated on the types of bullying they need to be in the schools, seeing it every day and they need to be educated on how to properly fix it yeah but by, by being like uh, knowledgeable on the psychology of children and all this yeah. other stuff we had a mediation t- counselor at my school when i was when i went to elementary school and all they did was make us sit there and be like this is what you guys need to say sorry and get over it no, yeah. you need to be educated on the And issue. another thing, real quick, that made me kind of iffy on the film is they did not shed light on the fact that the main character that committed suicide had three different types of... Um, disabilities. Of mis- disabilities. ADHD, autism, and there was another one. Bipolar. 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 Yeah, that... that they tried to make it seem that bullying was the cause of was his death. Was the only symptom of suicide. The, right, was the only cause of his death. Of course, it had some you know, impact on Definitely his decision to factor. commit suicide. But they didn't explain that having those other disabilities can cause you to think even more irrationally exactly. than if you did not have those disabilities. And the fact that it, it could have been something that happened in middle school, like it did to my friend, yeah. that could last that long term, affecting him right. up until his point in high school where some little thing could trigger it for him because he has all these uh, emotional disabilities and things that it just so took the boat for him. That just goes to show that this is such an unexplored topic to the yeah. point that they're leaving out such important information. Information that... And that's why we're having a second segment because we need experts to shed light on this also because our opinions aren't going to do all the work that needs to be done. No, so kudos to the filmmaker for making it, getting it out there. It was was bold and groundbreaking and definitely go see it because it is going to provoke the conversation. So where you can contact us because this conversation is not over and we want to know what your thoughts are on this. So please email us at info at paperhope.com. You can get us on the Twitter at paperhopeblog and the teens at paperhopeteen. Um, Our blog is at paperhope.com and you can find us on Facebook at facebook backslash paperhope. Yeah, that's definitely going to do it for us today, but it's not over. 
Special thanks to JC for being a part of the show, too. Um, awesome insight on this. And yeah. she'll be back with us, hopefully, for the next show as well. Definitely. Thank and, you um, for having me. Uh, of, course. of course. And good luck to these ladies on doing their project on bullying in the whoop, next whoop. week for school. Thanks, guys. And um, next week, I'll talk about my project, too, and the bullying some more and blah, blah, blah. So. Let's get this, get this done. But this is very important. Thanks, thanks for listening, guys. Give us any feedback on all of the things that Great Mama T, <laughs> Tamara, has <laughs> said. Uh, because we definitely want to hear from you. I want to hear your bullying stories. I want to hear your thoughts on if you've seen this bully movie. I want to hear your thoughts on it and everything. So have a great week. We'll get back to you next time you listen. Love you. Bye. Yeah, bye. 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 Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the fame game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the fame game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. We continue to cry for help, and all you can do is laugh? Love it. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Hey, thanks for listening to the Paper Hope Street Team. Be sure to check out the blog at paperhope.com for more during the week. And we hope to see you again next Monday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. Bye for now.